Welcome back to House on Carrion Hill, House of Bob's cosmic horror adventure played in Pathfinder 2nd Edition in the Galarian campaign setting. Hi, I'm Dan. I'm playing Willen Dappen, the gnome wizard. Hi, I'm Jeanette. I'm playing Bimkin, the long snout rat oracle. Hey, I'm Schubert. I am playing Nibnub, the razor-tooth goblin fighter. I'm Trevor, and I'll be playing Theobald, the orc investigator. And I'm Sean, your game master. If you like what we do and you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com slash the house of Bob. Last time on House on Carrion Hill, Bimkin played with action figures. Willen fondly remembered an old friend. Tom and the boys enjoyed a delicious and nutritious 60-minute breakfast roleplay. The heroes then set out to track down Keeper Meyer, one of the cultists endangering the city. Yes, you are here, currently in Ruppman's Vat, the warehouse and production facility where the Middenstone he produces and sells with the help of Breville Ibblethor. This is where it's made. You're seeing now that his labor force is made up primarily of the undead. You are currently walking across precarious planks and boards laid across and over top of these giant boiling, bubbling vats of midden sludge. The zombies are bearing down around all of you. We've got two zombies on the north side of the room, right in front of Nibna, blocking his passage further north. We've got Theobald, invisible, on the left side of the room, up against the opposite wall. And we've got Willen and Bimkin at the south end of the room, both up against the right wall, almost surrounded by four or five six zombies if this one that's currently in the vats climbs out and gets in between you guys. And at the far end of the room, at a raised platform at the top of some stairs and behind a leather curtain, you hear some drunken stumbling. The curtain pulls wide and you see a uh, ruggedly handsome man with dreadlocks covering his face and a hood pulled up high. He's got vomit slicked down the front of his robe and you can see with the redness of his nose and the leeriness in his eyes that he is super, super hammered. So ruggedly handsome. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, where's the ruggedly handsome part coming? Well, Schubert said that the token looked like him, so. Can I get his name? <laughs> <laughs> he stumbles out. He's got all this vomit all over him and he shouts, you're not, you're not, you're not supposed to be here. Die, you filthy mercenaries. And then he brings his hands together with a snap some blue electricity forms into a ball between them and he launches a lightning bolt Ooh. straight down the right pathway of the warehouse. This will strike three zombies, Nibnub, Bimkin, and Willen. Oh, all man. of you to make... What's the range on that? Yeah. 120 foot line. Okay. That's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what what well, are we rolling? Sorry, reflex? You all are right. rolling a reflex save. Nimnum got a 26. Okay. Willen got a 23. Good. Pimpkin got a 17. Ooh. Let's see. Zombie number one fails. Crit fails. Zombie number two, crit fails. Zombie number three <laughs> fails normally. Maybe he should have just told his zombies. Yeah. <laughs> just going to kill all of his zombies for us. He's just we'll going to make a clear path for us to run down. That'd be great. That's 32 points of damage. What? <laughs> Do we take half that? 
Bimkin failed his save, and Willen and Nibnob take half. So that okay. is full oh. damage. You take 16 oh, if you saved. It's still in there. That's still a lot. Yeah, that hurt a little. How does uh, zombies take it? Two of the zombies are instantly fried, <laughs> and their corpses <laughs> drop to the planks. Yeah. Their, their corpses drop to the planks, uh, lifeless. Uh, the one standing just in front of Nibnub still stands strong. Half of its torso ripped apart by the, the bolt. And Meyer steps back into the dark. It is now some zombies' turns. Let's see here. We've got a bunch of zombies. There's so many zombies. As we mentioned last week, traveling along these gangplanks is quite hazardous. If you are going faster than half of your walking speed, you have to make an acrobatics check or you fall in. So these zombies are moving at half speed, which means they're pretty slow. One of them moves a little closer to Nibnub, but is not going to make it all the way. Ooh, the one right in front of Nibnub is going to bite. <sighs> Yeah, doesn't know about my copyright. He doesn't know about your copyright. Actually, he's gonna he's gonna strike you with a fist first because he might get to grab you with that. That's an eighteen to hit. That does not hit. All right, and then a bite, a nineteen. No, and clinks off my armor. A final bite, an eighteen. Fail. Lots of missing going on here. It's just kind of nibbling on me. The zombie that was knocked into the vats last time is going to stand and then attempt to climb out. I got a new module that automatically does persistent damage for me. Nice. Yeah, so he's going to take some fire damage in the vat, and then he's going to clamber out, no longer prone or flat-footed, standing right next to Bimpkin. And then this zombie over here is going to get into a traffic jam. Three zombies facing down Bimkin in a row, all just waiting their turn to chew on his face. And then last but not least, the southmost zombie is going to clamber across to stand behind Willen, blocking his exit back towards the entrance of the building. You fool, I only go forward. <laughs> With just one action, he is going to attempt to grab you with his fist. That's a 28 to hit. Me? Yeah, is that a hit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it a crit? Uh, 28? No. I have a 19 okay. AC. All right, you're going to take eight points of damage. And I need you to make a fortitude save. Ooh, Ooh. that's not great. That's a nine. Oh, a nine. That's a natural one as well, isn't it? So that is a critical <laughs> fail. You now have zombie disease. Not only do you have zombie rot, you have stage two zombie rot. Oh. Is it terminal? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a, yeah, it is a terminal disease. <laughs> if it kills you, yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> An infected creature cannot heal damage it takes from zombie rot until it's been cured of the disease. And you're going to take six points of negative damage right now. So wait, he can't can't be healed? He can heal other damage, but his max is six lower until he gets cured. So we have to keep track of the the negative damage I take from that? Yeah. Okay. 
And that brings us back around to the top of the round. It is Bimpkin's turn. Bimpkin, you got a lot of zombies right beside you. I do. I do. Uh, I'm going to run away from them and head up <laughs> oh towards... God. And sorry, I can only move half my speed? Correct. Okay, so that means... What's my speed? 25? So does that mean I can move 10 feet? Yeah. I mean, you probably have good acrobatics, don't you? I do. You can just move full speed and make your acrobatics check. Is 10 good at level 5? It's not that good. It's okay. If Theo can do it, you can do it. 50% of the time, that's a 20? Mm, Okay, I guess I could try it. So that would be... So that would take me here if I make it. Okay, go ahead, roll. 25. All right, you're good. You do not fall into the boiling, bubbling mud. Can I try hit this guy from... From melee? Yeah, you're adjacent to him. Just oh, diagonal. Yeah. Okay. So Bimkin moves 25 feet up the gangway, heading up behind a nib-nub, comes adjacent to a zombie on another plank, and is going to try to what? Okay, I'm going to try chill touch on him. Another chill touch. So Bimkin reaches out, touches from around the corner... He has to make a save, I think. Is it a save or is there a attack roll first? It's a will save. Oh, no, it's a fortitude. Sorry, my bad. Natural one. Okay, so you fail. <laughs> crit fail. And if you crit fail, then the target is also fleeing for one round. Oh, okay. Unless it succeeds a will save. So you're currently flat-footed. That's a seven. So that's a critical fail as well. So he is fleeing. That's nice. You take 13. And then the damage is a basic save. I take double damage on that. So he takes 26 points of damage. Wow. Okay. That zombie's not going to be something you have to worry about for a little bit. And Theobald, it is your turn. All right. You're invisible. I am still invisible. How much longer is this invisibility going to last? I think it lasts 10 minutes overall. So we'll say you've used three minutes of it. It's going to last the whole combat unless you make an attack against somebody. Okay. Sounds beautiful. Oh, actually, a quick question about the map that I am seeing in front of me. Mm -hmm. I see ahead on this left side of the planks, there are these little structures in the top corner. And just adjacent, like one square down. There's a door at the far end of the wall straight ahead of you and another door a little bit closer on the left. Cool. Theobald walks ahead to um, the small door. 25 feet. There he goes. Smack dab in the middle. So are you going full speed? Yeah. Acrobatics check. 25 on my acrobatics check. You are fine. You make it to the other side. Now Theobald is past the pits, is on the platform on the far end of the room around a big pile of barrels and rubble that looks like product getting ready to go out or maybe materials or chemicals used to make the middenstone. And you got a door ahead of you and a door to the left. The door above that we just saw Rubin Meyer shoot lightning out of, did he close the door behind himself? Uh, no, it's just, a, le- it's just a, a big leather curtain. Oh, okay. A curtain, but he he backed into the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to check the first door on my right, just to sort of see if it's like locked or open. Okay. 
So that's another 10 feet. You get up to it and you can see that there is a barricade across the door on this side, just like one of those beams that gets slotted in to keep the door from being beat in from the outside. I will keep that where it is. I don't want who knows what's on the other side right now. There could be more zombies for all I know. Mm -hmm. And then the door, another five feet ahead of me, am I able to check that door as well too or am I hit my action? That would have been just one action to get to where, or a second action to get to where you are right now. So with your last action, you could try the door. Sweet. I'm going to try this third door that's deeper in the corner that's just that was straight ahead. And you jiggle a handle, and it is locked. And I guess that's all my actions. All right. Willen. Okay. You're all by your lonesome down here at the south end of the room, surrounded essentially by four zombies. Bimkins left you. This is true. Machinations. <laughs> okay. At least Aunt Pewball here is checking doors. <laughs> <laughs> so if I was to move here mm-hmm. and then move over here, would I be taking any attacks of opportunity? Uh, you would have to make a tumble through to get through the zombie space. Is that an acrobatics? Yes. Okay. I will attempt that. Okay. Come on. No, come on! Oh, no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, my gosh. What'd you roll? I rolled a one for a total of ten. <laughs> Use your hero That's point. Two ones in a row. I somehow hero knew point. that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you really should use a hero point on that oh, one. Done. I will. Happily. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it be uh, a 20. Okay. That's what? that's one off from 20. So I got a 28. Not bad. All right. So you're through the zombie space. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> uh. Describe the direction you're going for our listeners at home. because Okay, so I, I am backtracking. There's a zombie behind me, but he's kind of blocking the corner between me and like the acid pit or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I had to kind of leap over top of the acid pit and get to the other side of the plank. And you're heading to the left side of the room. Yeah, right? I'm heading to the left side, but I'm going to stop right there, right smack in the middle of the plank. Center of the aisle? Yeah, center of the aisle. Thank you. And I'm going to cast Invisibility on myself. Oh, not bad, not bad. I don't know if it's clear or not, but I have got the shit kicked out of me so far. I am at 18 hit points. Ooh, Mm, rough. Like, I've barely walked in this door, so... (laughs) (laughs) I think this is necessary. Yeah. So, I cast Invisibility on myself. All right. Undetected to all creatures within the room. Yeah. And I'm just going to chill there for a second. Catch my breath. All right, that brings us back to Nibnub at the north end of the room. One zombie in front of you, burnt crisp, lying on the ground behind that one. You're almost clear of these dangerous planks. What do you do? So my plan is to get over to Magic Man. I already forget his name. Sexy Magic Guy. And take him out. So I got to get through this zombie. I'm going to try to shove this zombie into the pit first. Okay. Athletics check. So that's a 15 total. A 15 total. It's against their fortitude DC. That is a fail. (sighs) Man, I guess I'm just going to try it again. Okay. You could roll significantly higher than that. Yeah, I probably will. Here goes nothing. Mm -hmm. Is it at a minus five or anything? Yes, it is. Okay. 16 total. Success. Oh my God, really? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So you shove 
this zombie, and I guess you want him to oh go into the pit, so you trip him to the side. <laughs> he falls in, prone. I can't believe that worked. <laughs> and it is taking some fire damage. And I'm just going to run forward. You said okay. I can go at my normal speed if I roll an acrobatics. Is that yep. right? Heading up the stairs. Uh, I guess I have to roll an acrobatics to see if that actually yeah. works without me falling somewhere. Oh, man. I'm rolling bad. Just 16 on my acrobatics. That is... Where's my... Thing? <laughs> I'm, I am so in suspense right now. <laughs> no, that's a pass. You're fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. And he's right in front of me. What's his name again? Ruppman Meyer. Ruppman Meyer. All right. And that's your turn. So now I got some more zombies to run around. Let's see. This zombie is going to shuffle past his buddies. So we've got these three zombies all in a row on a plank south of Bimkin. Basically, they have nobody else to go for except for him. So they're all shuffling towards him. They're very slow, though. So it clambers past his buddies and is just 10 feet away from Bimkin when it finishes its move. And they're just, they're walking at the speed so that they don't have to make acrobatic checks. Yeah, for some reason, they're they're taking their time. But they, <laughs> they double move, I assume. Yes, double move. Gotcha. Seems it's only got two actions. And then Kiefer Ruppman Meyer's turn. He sees this goblin in front of him. Uh, are you with the... Are you with the guard? Are you are you the the police? You can't stop me. My permits are in order. And he's going to cast mirror image. Suddenly there become a number of illusory images floating and swirling about him. It's becoming quite confusing. Which should you attack? Is that him? Is that him? They're they're all stumbling back and forth drunkenly, which doesn't help either. So if you try to attack him, you will have to roll a d4, needing a 1 in order to actually hit him. Okay, sounds good. I'm guessing that's not a uh, manipulate. Oh, or wait, no. What? You know what? I'm just reading attack of opportunity to see if yeah. that would trigger one. I think it would. Well, it says a creature within your reach uses a manipulate action, a move action, mm -hmm. makes a ranged attack, or leaves a square. Somatic components where he's moving his hands around do count as a manipulate. Oh, it does. Okay. Yep. Sweet. Then I'm going to bite him. 31 to hit. 31 to hit is a hit, but it's not a crit. Oh, man. He's got a high AC then. Oh, nice. I rolled a max. That's going to be 17. 17 points of damage. And then the mirror images appear as he completes his spell. Grimacing in pain from this attack, he's going to take a step back away from you almost tripping over a sleeping bag on the floor. <laughs> All right. Then we got some zombies again. I got five zombies to do. So let's go. Number one, right over here by Vimkin, is going to step over. Oh, no, he's fleeing. He's got to run away. He has to run mm. away. One, two, three, four. Is he still moving at half speed? No, I'm going to roll his acrobatics right now, actually. <laughs> Just like walking and screaming? Uh... <laughs> 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 More like, uh, uh, 
falls yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> that was a six for those of you following along at home. Falls into the pit and begins to take fire damage from the boiling sludge. All right, zombie number two. This is the one that Nibnub just shoved into the pit. It's going to stand up and crawl out of the sludge. Bad idea. Another zombie's going to go. This one is behind Bimkin, back towards the beginning of the room, is going to step along the planks and catch up to Bimkin. And that's all he can do. And then this one's also going to follow along. You got a little train following you, Bimkin. Yeah, I have a plan. And then the zombie at the very south end of the room that Willen just dodged around, seeing no Willen, is also going to go for Bimkin. <laughs> just keep singing, thinking of that song, Love Train, now. Got a little caboose following. <laughs> Bimkin is now standing on the plank, surrounded by six zombies, four of which are just in a nice little conga line right behind him <laughs> to the south. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your turn, Bimkin. What are you going to do? Bimkin's going to turn around, whip around his staff of fire, and then cast Burning Hands. Nice. Which is a 15-foot cone. And it's a reflex save. And I'm thinking, because these guys are pretty slow, it should work out for me. 15 feet will hit the first three in the row. Reflex save for those three. One, two, three. I got a five on the first one, a 17 on the second one, and a five on the third. What's the saving throw? I think it's a 21. Oh, okay. So all fails and two critical fails. Okay, so 18 for the two that critically failed and then nine for the one that just failed. Here we go. 18 points of damage. Some of these zombies are looking pretty toasty. Bimkin with a great clutch move off the 180 Staff of Fire burning hand spin. You got one last action? Yeah, I think I will move. Moving 25 feet, and I need to make a acrobatics check to see if I fall. 15. 15, you are good. You do not fall into the pit. We return to our invisible door checker. <laughs> Theobald, how are things on the field? I think I'm going to invisibly lockpick. How can you lockpick if you can't see <laughs> your lockpicks? I'm not going to tell you. Roll a thievery <laughs> check. Roll okay. a friendship roll. Yes. <laughs> I mean, okay, so the the door is uh, on the other side of the windows from the entrance to the office. So mm-hmm. I feel like if this door is locked, it must be coming in behind the other side of the office. So we could do like a pincer maneuver and uh, I could come up behind this guy. I don't know. It might mm-hmm. be it might be full of mops. So I'll let you know. Yeah. The only thing I was thinking is it might be more prudent because of the situation, to just kick the door down instead of pulling out your lockpick set. And Is that a hostile movement against the yeah, door, though? Yeah, then it'll become visible. So I'm going to use this. I don't know if that actually counts. It's inanimate. It would be weird, though, if the door suddenly <laughs> just burst open. <laughs> oh, that door always does that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that old door. Well, I rolled a 16 on my thievery check. You critically fail and your lockpick snaps. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Use your hero point. This is worth it. 
<laughs> How many hero points do I have? Yeah, jeez. You have one. Guys, do you think I should hero point this locked, no. locked door? Yes. Oh. Oh, I'm really tempted. You can if you want, but... I think so. I th- if it works out, it actually would be a good maneuver. I think if you wanted to do a pincer maneuver, you're yeah. invisible. You could just walk up behind me, go slightly to the left of the guy, and then get a bottle and knock it over his head or something. If I'm invisible, I can pass through the space of you another... You can just like walk up through my space on the yeah, stairs. Yeah, you can always pass through people's spaces. The guy wouldn't even notice you going through my space, and then you could just kind of like walk up behind him on the platform. Beautiful. Okay, I mean, like, <laughs> if that's... if it, I mean, I just wanted to make sure that the movement works. Like, could I move yeah. through a space? As an invisible person, yeah. There might be situations where I might make you make a roll, but generally, they don't know you're there. Okay. Yeah. I'm also doing the math. If you critically failed on a 16, that means the DC's at least a 26. That's an important door. It is. It's a it's yeah. a good lock. It's not yeah. a mop bucket. Mop, like that's I mean, the floors aren't getting mopped if that's how strong that lock is. Theobald leaves his broken lock picks on the ground, runs across the room behind Nibnub. You have one action left. And I sneak past Nibnub up the stairs and I step through the crowd of drunk wizards and I step over the <laughs> sleeping bag behind the rest of them. Yeah, and you almost you almost knock over a pile of books, but you manage to just deke around them at the last second. Oh, I'm actually a master at walking around piles of books. I just, oh. I have tons of them at home, so. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know Theobald was such a reader. Willen, you're up, invisible, south end of the room. Yep. All by yourself. This will be a pretty boring turn. I'm just <laughs> going to move. With the way I've been rolling lately, I think I'm going to do the half speed. Okay. So that's my double move to get 25 feet. Those zombies on the right there are pretty nicely lined up. You don't have it. lightning? I do have a lightning bolt. It would it would hit you. <laughs> 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 oh, wait. Are you elevated? It might not hit you. Yeah, I'm on the stairs. You also hit the drunken guy, though. You get if it hit me, then it should hit the drunken guy, too. And I'm yeah. willing to take the hit to get him hit. Okay, and I'm willing to hit you, so... As as is well established in the yeah from the first round of combat we've ever played. You wouldn't even be able to see me through the crowd of zombies that are there. There's so many of them. That's true. All right, you sons of bitches! (laughs) (laughs) I've had enough. And then he casts a lightning bolt straight down the line along the right side. So Will moves to the right side of the room, unleashes a lightning bolt. So it's a DC 21 reflex. Everybody fails, and I've got two zombies with a critical fail. Let's see how much damage we do. I do 22 damage, so 44 to the critical fail. Woo! Okay, these two take double damage. There we go. Two of them die. Nice. These two are not dead. I think they're all dead. No, these ones, are not, these ones are not supposed to be dead. <laughs> Why can't you just give this to me, Sean? (laughs) Why do you have to ruin this beautiful moment? I'm giving you a lot. Give me a break here. (laughs) This guy takes normal damage. Robin Meyer takes normal damage. Yay! And Nibnub, what'd you roll? I got a nat 20 on my save. So you'll take no damage. No damage. Okay. Nice. Bravo. And 
And uh, to celebrate, it's your turn. Question. My poison, does that happen in anything on my turn? No, that's a per day thing now. Okay. The thing is, I'm so used to Willen hitting me with his spells and stuff that I'm kind of become an expert at dodging his attacks. <laughs> yeah, you can tell when I start calling people sons of bitches. You're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move just a little bit forward here, five feet uh, heading up the stairs over to this series of fellows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to try biting one. I have a good feeling about one. Mm-hmm. All right, so Nibna moves up to Rutman Meyer and will try to bite him. Uh, all right, I'm going to try to bite. 20 to hit. Miss. Well, that was a bad roll. Question. Yeah. Trying to hit him, obviously, I have a one in four chance, basically, of actually getting the right mirror image, right? Right. Or getting him rather than a mirror image. But what if I just try to intimidate you know, the whole crew. Do I have to, like, aim it at one? No, no, no. So, intimidation is just you are speaking, mm-hmm. and he is going to be upset by that. You actually have, I'm seeing <laughs> on your, he's going to be upset by Damn that. You, I, I'm <laughs> yeah. also seeing uh, you have intimidating glare, so you don't even have to talk to him, as long as he can hear or see you. Yeah, I can just look at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I'm going to stare him down. After trying to bite one of him and seeing that there's like four just dancing around, I just glare at them. All right, make that intimidate roll. 21. 21 is a fail. You don't scare me, copper. (laughs) (laughs) You're not getting my license registrations. (laughs) And it is his turn. I think, I think you're, I, I think he takes a step back from you and he said, I think you're confused. And he casts a spell on you. Make a will save. Is that a move action? No, that is a step which avoids your attack of opportunity. All right. Sorry. Make a what save? A will save. Oh, that's my worst one. 21. That is a fail. Oh, Really? Yes, Nibnub is assailed by the spell Confusion. Oh, no. <laughs> Befuddled. You're now uh, overtaken by strange impulses, causing you to act randomly, more randomly than usual. <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> the uh, effects are determined by how well you saved, so you failed. You are confused for one minute. Oh, which, man, uh, brutal. Yeah. Do I get to save, like, at the end of every round against that? Yes, you attempt a new save at the end of each of your turns to end the confusion. Confusion itself, you don't have your wits about you. You attack wildly. You are flat-footed. You don't treat anyone as your ally, though they can still treat you as theirs. You cannot delay, ready, or use reactions. You use all your actions to strike or cast offensive cantrips, though the GM can have you use other actions to facilitate the attack, such as draw a weapon, move so that a target's in reach, and so forth. Your targets are determined randomly by the GM. If you have no other viable targets, you target yourself, automatically hitting but not scoring a critical hit. Oh, brutal. And if it's impossible for you to attack or cast spells, you babble incoherently, wasting your actions. Each time you take damage from an attack or spell, you attempt a DC 11 flat check to recover from your confusion and end the condition. Hmm. My favorite part of that description is it says, though they might still treat you as theirs. <laughs> yeah. They might. <laughs> yeah. They might. They don't have to, but... Not if you're attacking them. 
And let's take it to the zombies. We got a zombie here in the pit is going to clamber up just beside Bimkin. You keep getting yourselves in these situations, Bimkin. And it's going to attack you. We'll start with a fist. That's a 20. Does a 20 hit? That's a miss. All right. And then it's going to try to... Oh, no. It's out of action. So it's done. Because okay. I had to climb up. Next, we've got the zombie that Nibnub had formerly pushed into the pit at the north end. It's going to clamber up the steps behind you, Nibnub, and try to bite you. A 15 is a miss. Now we've got this big cluster of zombies in the middle of the room, some of which have been uh, reduced to ash by lightning bolts. Uh, the two that remain are going to take their actions. One's going to move towards Bimkin. And the other is going to move towards Willen. And that is their turns. Bimkin. The conga line is reforming. Okay. I'm going to touch this one on the belly because I guess I can't reach his head. <laughs> and cast Chill Touch again. Okay. And I make a fortitude save. Uh, fail. Fail. So I'm flat-footed. Flat-footed, and you take 10 damage. Okay. Are you still up? He's still up. God, okay. I will... I'm going to move up around this pit beside the barrels. Move up to the north, trying to get clear of the planks? Yes. So that's 25 feet, and I'll roll acrobatics... 21. You're good. You're clear of the pits on the north side of the room. Willen, alone on the south. Theobald, it's your turn. You've got four drunks stumbling right beside you in the corner of the room. You've got Nibnub, who looks more confused than usual, and a zombie attempting to make its way up the stairs. Is the wizard, any four of them, do they have a drink in their hand, or is there just a drink in the room? You see bottles of rum and grog empty around the room. He does not currently have a bottle in his hand. It sure smells like one, though. I'm contemplating poisoning a bottle of rum and then just discarding the rest of them while I'm invisible. Because the moment I become visible, I just I lose all these other options. So I was just sort of thinking, like, the kind of impact I could have as an invisible person. Just throw a bunch of bottles uh, under his feet as, like, uh, difficult terrain. I like the idea of the room just getting cleaned slightly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just slowly the disappearing. They're disappearing. Just go like poltergeist and start like smashing stuff against walls. Make him think it's haunted. Yeah, that would freak him out. I mean, he's a wizard. He'd probably just be like, oh, there's an invisible asshole. There's an invisible <laughs> cop in here. <laughs> he doesn't believe in ghosts. I mean, he did just resurrect an invisible monster. That's true. Would starting a fire count as a <laughs> violent action? Probably. <laughs> Mm. Well, it was like a happy fire. Let me give you a little more detail about this room, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Should it be a perception check? No, I'll just tell you what you see around you. Okay, sweet, beautiful. In this area, a steep flight of middenstone steps led up to this platform above the furnace below, which is heating the pits. There's a thick leather curtain along the edge, shielding the area from the worst of the stinking humidity. There are numerous tables, cabinets, and chairs in this area that make it apparent that this is where much of the business and paperwork for the vat occurs. Although the disarray of furniture in here makes it look as though someone's made a not-too-subtle search of the area recently. Probably because he was looking for more booze. Okay. Ooh. So there's four of him. Yep. Would the potion Eagle Eye Elixir give me 
a bonus to perceiving which of the four would be the one that I'd hit? Or does the spell work that all four is just like a potential reality? Yeah, these are like illusion spells that are, you know, quite realistic and are meant specifically for this purpose to deceive you and to determine which is which is not the real one. They're, right. It's pretty comprehensive. You know that you could, I mean, probably trying to hit them is the best way to kind of break them. You could potentially like dispel magic or something like that if you had that ability. But I'm going to take the spell or the um, I have a juggernaut mutagen mm-hmm. potion, mm-hmm. which gives me. Uh, I drink it. It makes my body become thick and sturdy, and I got a healthy glow, and <laughs> I get a that none of us can see. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I will gain plus one to fortitude and five temporary hit points, and uh, it'll last for a full minute. Drawback, you take a minus two penalty to will saves, perception checks, and initiative rolls. Yeah. While you're under its effect, you're you're a little less willful. Yeah. I'm going to take the mist form elixir as well, too. Can I take two elixirs in one round? That would be four actions. That'd be four actions. Draw, drink. You could draw the mist form and get it ready for next turn. I'm going to do that. Okay. Okay, so I've taken my Juggernaut Elixir. Okay. And so now I have my Mistform out and ready to go. And Willen, background to you. Yep. The south end of the room. Zombie right in your face. What do? Okay. If I was to hydraulic push, could I, like, angle it so that it goes into the, the acid? Um, let me see the spell here. If it's 10 feet, I would say yes. If it was only 5 feet, I would say no. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, that's on a critical success. It goes 10 feet. What's the save? It's just an attack roll. It's against creatures, AC. Well, let's roll and see. Maybe it'll just outright kill him. Who knows? It's also true. That is a 17 against his AC. 17's a hit. Oh, okay. I'll take it. And he takes 13 points of damage. And is pushed back five feet. Okay, and if that's the case, I will use my movement to... I'm going to go back down the stairs. Down back into the lobby? Yeah. All right. That brings us to Nibnub. So, Nibnub, we are confused over here. What? What's happening? I'm going to roll a d6. Right now, you've got a zombie right in your face. So, I'm going to say on a 1 to 4, you attack the zombie. Okay. On a five, six, you could elect to move towards Rutman Meyer. Gotcha. That's a two. So you're attacking the zombie. That makes sense. Get back in the vat, you stupid guy. 21 to hit him. That is a hit. Just eight damage. Eight damage. Okay. Attack again. Another bite. 15. That hits. Oh. 11 damage. It's still up. Okay. I got one more attack. I guess that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Because that is that that is what I do when I'm confused, right? I just yeah, kind of just, attack. You just kind of attacking. Eight total. Miss. Yeah. All right. That zombie's still up. That brings us to Keeper Rutman Meyer. He sees that you are occupied with this zombie. So I think he's going to leave you to what you're doing. Oh, I actually need you to make a will save at the end of your turn. Oh, yeah. 
15 total. So still fail, so you're still confused. Um, he's going to leave you to what you're doing, and he's going to cast a spell, opening a door that bypasses normal space. He teleports out of the room, dimension doors. Whoa. And he's going to appear in the lobby. What? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing Will in here. They sure hire pretty, sh- they sure hire pretty short cops nowadays, don't they? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's going to cast shield. That's his last action. That brings us to some zombies. First zombie chases after Rimkin. Second zombie attacks Nibnub. Does a 19 hit Nibnub? No. Okay. And last zombie. Here's uh, some talk coming down in the lobby. He's going to also <laughs> approach our little gnome wizard down in the entryway. It is Bimkin's turn. Okay. Got two zombies coming after me again. I will use my crossbow. So action to pull it out. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to attack this first one in front of me for a 21. Hits. 10 damage. 10 points of damage, and it is staggering on its last legs. Okay, I'll try again. 15. Also hit. 6 damage. Dead. You peg it in the forehead with the last bolt, and it <laughs> crumples to the ground. It is Theobald's turn. Theobald, you're now alone in a room with Willin, <laughs> or with Nibdub. <laughs> All this planning. <laughs> like, <laughs> you've, been, you've been invisible this whole time, just working your I way know. up here. <laughs> I was going to, you know, get the knife out, and then there was four of them. And then so I was mm-hmm. like, well, maybe if, you know, I delayed a little more, people could show up. And then he just... Walks out a fucking magic door. <laughs> this is a lesson to just, you know, take initiative. Don't spend all your days thinking. Yeah. Just do. I'm never casting just invisibility action. on you again. <laughs> <laughs> you were so careful with it. <laughs> I, I, blew it I blew it off in like one turn. <laughs> yeah, you totally did. I don't know if that's a good thing either. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm regretting it right now. Great invisibility comes no power. Oh, man. And like Nib Nub's fucking confused so (laughs) (laughs) don't show up around me right now yeah i'm like and you're in my way so like i can't you're not really through my squares yeah 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 i'm still an ally to you nibnub cannot make reactions can i go through the zombies square with a successful acrobatics check okay isn't this just a curtain like over this ledge couldn't you just like slide under the curtain over this ledge it's an option while I do that. Okay. Yeah. I slide down the, the thing and then I book it over to... I have no idea where he went. I just sort of like, I jumped out. Actually, okay, here's a theoretical question. Would Theobald have seen the lobby through the magic doorway window or would it just have been like a bright light? Probably would have just been a bright light and the building is quite loud. I'll let you make a perception yeah. check. Ten. Wow. That was an awful perception check. I was just really flustered. That's why. Plus, the juggernaut potion is making you a little bit less sensitive to your surroundings. So, Oh, yeah, that's right. 
So, yeah, no, you have no idea. You see Bimkin there. He's got a zombie chasing him. Yeah, I'm going to run over to Bimkin. So that's one, two moves. I guess perception count as a third action. It does. All right, sweet. I'm still invisible, <laughs> hanging out behind Bimkin. <laughs> On the plus side, you've taken no damage so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks. Willen, you are standing in the lobby uh, loading area of Ruppman's Vats. Four drunk wizards stumble out of a glowing blue doorway <laughs> just beside you and make fun of your height. A zombie stumbles down the stairs. It'll be your turn in two weeks. Thanks for listening once again to The House on Carrion Hill. If you want to support the show and everything that we're making, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on social media at The House of Bob, Instagram, Twitter, maybe some other things. Come join us on Discord. Chat with us about RPGs and everything. We just started a fitness channel. Some of us are playing Ring Fit on the <laughs> Nintendo Switch. You can, you can like, talk to us about that. <laughs> <laughs> You can also support us on Patreon <laughs> by subscribing. Subscribers on Patreon get access to a whole bunch of one-shots, director's commentary, zines, blog posts, and even more. Come join us there as well. I'd like to thank our current patrons, Mortimer, Ben, Connor, Hedrick, Brandon, Ron, Team Amon, Pavel, Christine, Tom I, Elias, Mark, Mary, Jessica C., Ray, Scooter, Tyler, Josh, Keith, Bluckett 12, Tom W, Jessica D, Kieran, Mike, Sylvia, and Luke. Artwork for this episode is by me, Sean, at Sean Makes. Audio production and sound design credit goes to Astronomic Audio and Music for our series is created by Mike Hammock from Tales from the Glass Garden World podcast. Roll on. Um, I think that was a slight exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was it? I feel like it's I'm only like on. 20 or 30 minutes. You guys specifically said it was going to be 60 minutes long. So that's what the patrons, <laughs> patrons are expecting. All right. We can uh, deliver. All right. Did you want to describe that in any way or just are we done with that? It's just like a, a tap on the shoulder. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> just run the, your finger down his spine and. Get the shiver. Give you the chills. Yeah. <laughs> Crack an egg on your head. <laughs> Take that, math. Good thing Nib Nub doesn't have to do math. Every time he tries to hit somebody, he's just calculating in his head. <laughs> oh, 15, yeah. 16? Yeah. No, that's what Tom does. Yeah. <laughs> One right, fist so plus two fist equals... Do you have like a bowling ball spell? Because that would be perfect. <laughs> that would be, good too. <laughs> would be so much better. <laughs> Can uh, you do so your Sonic the Hedgehog roll into them? <laughs> <laughs> but if the door, if you kicked in the door and you became visible, then that would mean that the door has feelings and you'd have to reevaluate your entire life, mm. and all your mm. actions. That's yeah. true. So the lock yeah, pick was probably think the way back to, to do all it. those doors you kicked in, not knowing the pain you were causing. <laughs> How many doors has it been? Yeah, do you have <laughs> like this is what Theobald's thinking about while he's picking the lock? <laughs> oh shoot! Oh, they all died. Oh, oh they're all dying. Woo! Good job. Hold on a second here. I think one's still alive, apparently.
What did I do? I don't know. A lot of a lot more zombies took damage, damage than I Sorry, think. hold on here. Whoa. I I <laughs> nice. There's two. None of that was supposed to happen the way it just did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Look at all their their healing for so much. <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> Oh jeez! Okay. Hitting the undo Sorry, button. I thought, I thought I had only one of them selected, but I had all of them selected. <laughs> and Willen just dashes across the entire room. <laughs> I'm trying to figure through. out how I can look at like the top part of the map because whenever I be zoom in, just it right, just right, just right click, drag yourself up. Oh my god! Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting really annoyed. All right. Oh, he yeah, is handsome. Right Drag around. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame you can't see the vomit all over him. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't illustrate that part. <laughs> Should I put a little, like, some crusties in his beard? All right. Is it my, it's my <laughs> turn, right? Maybe it's just running around like a Scooby-Doo character in circles. <laughs> trying to avoid all these zombies. Should I use this potion? If I don't use it, will I just end up saving it until the end boss? It's like every role-playing game. You just see yeah. every potion you have. I mean, one of Theo, Theo's abilities is he gets those four reagent vials every day. So oh, I, I just, get which vials? You get four. You get four things, four reagents every day to use. That's so cool. That's a uh, cool ability. Yeah. Holy shit! It's just that. <laughs> it's just that it takes you two actions to use one of them. Took a twist there. I didn't expect to see coming. Yeah, you did it. You did the twist. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know it was coming when I started the game. <laughs> you had all of the pieces. You're just like, I don't know how this is uh, going to shake I, out, I and you're no like, idea. oh wow, that shook out in a very not how I was way. expecting. I did it. see his face when Trevor was like, "I'm going to try this door." And Sean was like, "Oh shit, I'm going to try this door. What's behind the door?" <laughs> yeah, I was like flipping through my PDF. What's in the door? Oh God. Don't worry, we were all thinking, why is he trying to go through that door? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not alone. Though. I mean, yeah, am I the only one that's like, what's on the other side of the door? <laughs> yeah. Well, I would think, that's what I would think, like, after we took care of the bad guy, that we can clearly see. <laughs> I, I still thought that it could be useful. Go through the door, come up behind the bad guy on the other side, right? There's a wall. There's two doors, True. left and right. I'm like, oh, right? It makes sense. All right.